Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Changing the Lost Vanity. Vanity is a first edition Chronicles of Darkness game set in southern Florida during the year 1993. Father Katrina, played by Tillman, Raymond, played by Chris, Isabel, played by Andrew, Frank, played by Slavic, and Adam as the storyteller as they uncover the mysteries of the true fae and forge new paths for themselves in a world of beauty and madness. Follow us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM for channel updates, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Manny is, uh, he's just, he's just walking out, and Frank, I assume you're just following after him. You guys yeah. go back down the yeah. stairs of the house and... Oh yeah, and like you put the door back and stuff. Um, you guys get back into Manny's car and he starts driving and he's he's like being fairly silent right now. He's just not really saying anything. Well, yeah, Frank will probably be doing something like playing with the window, you know, just rolling it up, down again. It's just you know. So yeah, you guys are continuing the drive back in silence for now. Um, Isabel, you and Kyle arrive at this somewhat swanky-looking uh, Italian restaurant called it's called a uh, Moderno. Okay. And uh, this is it's like a you can tell this is like a sh- like shiny like new restaurant. It's not like an old school place at all. It's like you know this is like something that they're probably writing about in a. Uh, like a you know like if if you were to like read a magazine about like Fort Lauderdale nightlife and about like like new restaurants new nightlife stuff new attractions like this is probably like a buzz right now um, yeah so it's he's not, filmed, but it's not like Miami though it's like yeah it's 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 like the like Fort Lauderdale it's like it's <laughs> not like it's 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 like a like three star restaurant you know it's not like a this crazy crazy type of shit like he's you know, he doesn't yeah. have that kind of money. I mean, he's a bartender. Yeah, of course. So you guys get there, and um, you know, he opens a door for you to get out of the car. And as you guys make it to the door, um, you can see he's like he's sweating a little bit. His his nervousness is just showing totally. He's he's not like uh, he's not put at ease. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, uh, maybe we'll uh, grab a drink at the bar before we uh, before we're seated or something. Okay. And uh, so I give him like a warm smile. Yeah. Again, she's trying to put him at ease. Like at this point, she's like, come on, dude. Yeah. We're, we're out to have fun. Like, chill out. It's all right. And thinking, you know, maybe maybe a drink will help him out. <laughs> maybe he needs that. And like his like his like neuroses is like very just like on his sleeve right now. He's just like, fuck it, I'm fucking blowing this. Like he's giving all these signs of just totally like not being as comfortable as he thought he would be in this situation. So yeah, he's immediately just going for a little bit of the liquid courage right now. And you guys get to the bar and he's just a uh, uh, vodka martini for me. And, you know, like pointing at you. Um, I don't know. Sure. Like a Cosmo or something like nothing super fancy, easy drink. And the, the bartender gives you guys a nod and he starts to uh, prepare the drinks. Kyle's just like, uh, watch my drink for me, okay? I I, I got to run to the uh, men's room. He just like he kind of just like excuses himself very quickly and just goes to the. <laughs> is that uh, like a, when he says that, is that like a uh, uh, like a nervousness thing, nervousness thing or like? Seems like it. Seems like he's probably 
I don't know, wants to like clean himself up or something, or you know, maybe he's needs like go a snort pep talk. Line. Like I don't know. What's maybe happening I don't there. know. Maybe he's gonna do like give himself a pep talk in the mirror. Maybe he's he's gonna go snort a line. We you don't know at this point, but okay. it's but like his nerves back, are kind like, of taking control right now. Weird. I might. I might. Yeah. Have to see if he's like high or some shit yeah you definitely could that was my first thought was like what is this guy like he what does he do? need to go to the bathroom right away what is happening here you know he's all it nervous. wasn't that long of a drive like you just get I know, there and yeah. you gotta go to the oh, bathroom he's super nervous like I have to it is weird right it's like, weird all right so he's gone for like a minute already and somebody at the other side of the bar kind of just like walks over to where kyle was standing just a moment ago okay he puts a beer down on the. He puts his own beer down on the uh, counter. This man that's talking to you now is exuding confidence. He's uh, he just looks at you and kind of like uh, puts his hand on his hip, brushing his um his blazer back a little bit, and he's just like, "Hi, here by yourself tonight." Uh, can you d- kind of describe his uh? What he looks like? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he is. He's human. Middle-aged right? guy. Yeah, he's a human. Middle-aged guy. White guy. He's like. He's dressed pretty well. Like he's wearing like a slacks and a blazer and a, and a white shirt, some like nice Italian shoes. His hair is like very like barbered to perfection and, and combed back in a you know a suave way. He's he's a, a handsome older guy, I want to say. And like and and Kyle, the the man who you've come here with, he's he's also what people would would he's like a conventionally attractive as well he's a a young guy blonde hair good build stuff like that this guy is is older he's he's about uh he's middle-aged still pretty handsome though and in the way that like older men can be handsome still younger than uh or or maybe actually maybe around the same age as her but not the way she physically appears yes yeah definitely not the way that she physically appears you would be so, a few years. Like she appears to be in like her early twenties. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he comes up and he asks her, uh, you know, if she's alone. And he knows she's not, right? Like he he, he saw Kyle leave. He's he's trying to. He's, I mean, like you you saw him when you guys both went to the bar. It's not okay. a huge bar. It's like you know, and there's maybe a few other patrons, kind of just like getting drinks and stuff like that. And you saw that when Kyle left, he just kind of immediately moved in you know yeah yeah so with that in mind she'll give him like a coy smile and sip at a drink and says maybe and he'll just he'll just give you like a a coy smile back and he's just um he just says uh look uh maybe we can leave here without your friend (laughs) um man he's he is confident uh, she this guy will is the say, opposite of Kyle. Yeah, like he just walks up like you here alone. You want to go with me? You know, kind of thing. And she kind of uh, maybe we can. You know, she's just playing it. You know, like kind of like maybe, maybe. You know, just seeing how, just seeing how far he's gonna go with this. And he gives you like a like a coy smile, and you know, like takes a sip of his beer and puts it back down. And he's just, you guys are both just kind of like looking at each other right now. And she's, um, yeah, she's Kyle, disturbing. Kyle starts to walk back from the bathroom. He seems like a little annoyed that somebody is like standing in his, his spot talking to you. And he's just like, Hey, uh, maybe we should get our table now. And the guy's just the guy who, you know, moved in on the bar, the older man, he just kind of like looks back at Kyle and he's just like, listen, buddy, I don't think she's interested in going anywhere with you. Uh, 
why don't you just go back home? Uh, clearly way out of your league here, dude. And uh, she'll turn and look at uh, Kyle and say, are you just going to take that? Kyle looks at the man and he looks back at you and you can just see this like fear on his face. And he looks at the man and he looks back at you again. And then he like, he's just like doing this back and forth, just like trying to figure out what to do. And then he just, he just pushes the guy and he's like, back off, dude. And it's just like, it's like you, you can see when he does this, that he's like, clearly not the kind of guy who's getting in fights all the time. You know, like this is like a clumsy shove backed up with a back off dude, you know, like he's not, he's not a very intimidating guy. And the, the other man sort of grabs him by his shirt and he's like, what did you just say to me? And like, they're starting to like push each other. Uh, like patrons in the bar are kind of like starting to turn and look uh, I people know, at their, um, at their tables. Yeah. Sorry. I want to know, is it possible for me to kind of like try and egg it on with like uh like a social skill, like maybe uh, trying to kind of push them into actually like fighting, you know, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're going you... to be like, you're gonna just take that you just get you know kind of like uh to kyle like to both of them like trying to see if she can just get them into like playing both sides yeah yeah just like you just gonna take that you're gonna just let him push you like that you know like and then like when he says something like just kind of back and forth just just as this background and trying to get them focusing on like how pissed off they are let's do uh we'll say manipulation and persuasion maybe okay yeah. Um, I don't think uh, would seduction doesn't apply to this, does it? Not this scenario. I mean, does, does either of them share her vice lust? Um, this this uh, new gentleman does share the vice of lust. Okay. So, do I get striking looks? Yes. So you said manipulation and seduction, or uh, sorry, persuasion. Yep. You got two successes. Nice. Yeah, just kind of like the back and forth of like, you know, uh, are you just gonna let him just push you around like that? And then like, you know, he's he's like, shut up, yeah, that bullshit. Yeah, and like, and basically like, you're able to like instigate it to or like you know incite this further to the point where you know with that two successes, that first punch is thrown. So Kyle throws the first punch nervously and this other guy just gives this look like what the fuck like like this this fucking nerd thinks he can he can lay hands on me and so like now it's starting to get to the the point where they're like clumsily like grappling each other and trying to you know like when you see like a fight in real life and it's just like no but they're not fighters like yeah they're just they're not they're just two two people fighting and you're just like what the like this is and other people are starting to stand up from their tables start starting to think about maybe intervening this is just an ugly scene for a you know for a nice establishment like this i and, had three um, on the other guy by the way okay so yeah so the the other guy is just yeah he's he's just he's revved up when you're when you're starting to try to incite him just like are you gonna take this like you know let that guy push you and it's like they don't seem to mind that you're playing both parts it's like they're both just gonna fight for you know they're they're fully like like cavemen now they just want to just whoever the 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 victor will get the girl like in their minds you know so they're just like you know this this almost like cartoonish comical just fight in the bar where they're like bumping into shit and glasses are like 
falling off the counter and stuff like that. And he, you Does feel anyone this, try to intervene? Uh, people are starting to. People are starting to stand up and, you know, like there's like a second or two where everybody's just watching and whoa, 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 and stuff like that. Hey, hey, stop. Before people are going to actually stand in the middle. It's like people, you know, there's like that initial reaction to the fight that's just like shock before, you know, your reaction as like a person to just like, okay, like I have to stop this. So before anybody stands in the middle or anything like that, you're starting to just just feel that that tingle on the back of your neck. And did you want to make like a like a harvest roll to see if you could uh, you could get some glamour off of the uh, off of the off of this anger that's that's plentiful in the room right now? What uh, what should I roll for it? Because uh, I was saying earlier how it I was describing to those guys. I was reading the rules on it, and it could be like anything you want it to be so it could be those rolls i just made to egg them on yeah we'll just use what you already rolled so we'll just say like you're starting to feel that that you know all too familiar feeling of just the 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 hairs on your neck start to start to poke up a little bit and you start to feel this this rush and it's almost like the their anger has this heat quality to it and it's like you feel this warmth kind of surge into you as these guys are just clumsily just knocking each other around the room and within maybe like a one minute 30 seconds somebody who works at this place just jumps in the middle whoa hey 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 and pushes the guys apart and they're they're both starting to back off from each other a little bit this other guy is this this new guy who kind of showed up on the scene he's just going to turn around and walk away not like in any kind of defeat just like in a you know, like you know, angry I got a, huff. Yeah, like angry huff, like he's fucking leaving this place. And Kyle is just like looking at you like, Oh my god, I just made such an ass out of myself. Like, what the fuck? He's just scratching the back of his head, uh, just kind of like looking at his feet. And um the the guy who broke up the fight is of course like asking him to leave. Uh, sir, you you're gonna have to leave here. And he's just he's just like, fuck. And he, he looks at you and he's like do you want to go somewhere else or mm, should I just cut my losses and take you back home? She's going to kind of uh, think about it for a minute and say, like, she'll kind of pick up her, her, her purse and everything and uh, look at him and say, I'll give you one chance to make it up. And with that, he's, he's kind of, uh, he's kind of in full spirits again. Like, you have this strange effect on, you know, on, on men and women too, even it's just, you know, he, he is like, he's willing to be like driven crazy by you, you know, like he's, he's finding himself in this situation that he would never normally be in getting in a fight with a stranger all to gain your affection. Stupid. Yeah. It's just like he, and he's probably like realizing it about himself now. And he's just like, man, this is like, kind of weird that wasn't like me but it's like she made me do it somehow like you know what i mean but he's like he's with it he's like yeah like okay so um you guys are exiting this this restaurant after having only been there for a few minutes but um the whole thing was somewhat beneficial to you having uh having gained some glamour from the situation Um, like four points of glamour yeah 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 definitely like there's like a like a hefty amount two people such a you know yeah absolutely Let's cut to Raymond. Uh, you're still sitting upright on bed, reeling from the nightmare you just had. Uh, you just made a call maybe like 20-something minutes ago to Isabel, and now you're 
just kind of sitting sitting back down in bed after getting no response and having left a message just like you know not even trying to go back to sleep yet just like sort of um awake thinking about things what's going on in your mind right now yeah i don't know he, he he's pretty shook up at the moment and he's actually uh what was it called when they get vanity back again harvesting right like yeah uh, when they get glamour back yeah glamour back yeah sorry and he's you know he's just like kind of sitting there thinking i don't know he, he's pretty shook at the moment you know what i mean and he kind of part of him wants to see ooh, part of him wants to see if um katrina's awake or at least just part of him wants to see if she's awake to watch Charlie. So he just wants to leave the house. He's again, this urge, like he has to get outside of his house. You know what I mean? And I don't know how far he is by anything at the moment or anything like that. So, man, I don't know if I want him to rush out or if I want him to talk to Katrina because he's going to come across as creepy. He's going to throw, uh, he lives by the beach, right? We said he lives in an old house by the beach. Is there like, I mean, what's the area like or anything like that? Is it like if he goes at 1030 at night, and goes for a walk, will he maybe see other people or what? Um, he might see other people who like own homes on this like beach stretch. Um, it's it's private beach, of course. So you're not going to see just yeah. like random people walking around in bathing suits. Or you might like if they, you know, happen to go to a private beach and like sneak in or whatever. But like. You know, the only people that you would see would be people who have houses on that street. There's no businesses or like there might be like a convenience store, maybe like a mile or two down the road. But for the most part, like your residential area is like um, it's the beach and it's uh, people who who live on this this uh, this stretch of beach. You know, he's probably not going to go out because he normally harvests from his job. You know what I mean? Like playing all people's emotions being a plastic surgeon stuff like that he's not the type just to go walk about so he'll probably um i'm gonna have where he throws on like a like some shorts and a, and a t-shirt and just like makes himself a drink tries to be quiet not to wake up people in the house and then just goes and sits on his porch and just like kind of dr has the drink and looks out at the ocean and just kind of like trying to like put his thoughts together because like i said this is all too much or a way forward and he's just now he's pretty i would say wound up you know what i mean because of that dream and just like like in character he's i don't know i would say in character that he might even start thinking that like he had that dream for a reason it wasn't his subconscious trying to tell him something it was like you know what i mean it very well could be more to that dream and that's why he was so eager to try to reach out to Isabel is because he wanted to, you know what I mean? He wanted to know, but he, I guess he's just sitting there waiting, maybe hoping she caught, this isn't me saying anything out of character, but you know what I mean? Just kind of sitting there, maybe hoping she might call or whatever, or just have a drink and just, just kind of wind himself down sitting there on the porch. Katrina, what's going on with you right now? Um, you're still in the guest bedroom. Yeah. I think after a few minutes of collecting herself, she'll sneak out of it, like not uh, draw attention to her, just uh, try to look, uh, for Raymond or maybe Charlie, she probably isn't quite sure who was yelling. So if you if you like had opened if you were to open the door of the guest room, you'd you'd be at like a you know, your 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 viewpoint would be the back of the couch probably directly in front of you. And then further on like to the right of you, like I want to say down like a hall, but it's not really like a hall. It's kind of just towards the right side of the room. There's a door to Raymond's bedroom. And then the opposite side would be like the entrance to the, you know, to like the patio and stuff like that. So right in front of you, you can see the back of the couch and you can see Charlie's blanket kind of hanging over the edge 
his feet kind of stretching out over the uh, arm of the couch as he, you know, tries to sleep on it. Um, you see that Raymond's bedroom door is open. The light is on and you don't see anybody inside, but you see that the patio light is also on. Like when you turn to look at the other side of the room and you see that the main door is open, but the screen door is shut. I think I will walk up to him. Up to Raymond on the patio or? Yes. Okay. So trying to not wake uh, Charlie, but I guess he'll hear me opening the screen door. Probably rattles a bit. So you're trying to be as quiet as you can. Things are pretty much silent for the most part. You can kind of hear the sound of your feet um, crunching against the, the fibers of the carpet. Uh, but Charlie is, is sleeping. You can you hear a light snoring from him, and he doesn't seem to be startled by the fact that you opened the door at all. It doesn't seem to wake him. You do it carefully anyway, so it's uh, you know quiet. And um, you open the door, and you, you see Raymond sitting at the patio table, just kind of like lost in thought. You do that often, scream in the middle of the night. I can't tell you if I do or not. I've been sleeping by myself for so long that... I don't know, but this, I, yeah, why don't you have a seat there? Quit being so ominous standing over me like that. And just kind of like motion to the, to one of the chairs. I walked in kind of awkwardly, like, Hey, I'm in underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, and just out of no, just, uh, out of character. And I don't know if anyone caught this in the character creation session, but like Raymond is like a hundred percent, like asexual, you know what I mean? Like he does not like have any kind of like sexual desires or anything like that. All that, like the, 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 the bullshit that happened to him in Arcadia, just like, I would almost say like fried the motherboard of any kind of like sexuality in him totally because like, just, yeah, just so whatever, just all the, the horrendous shit that happened to him. So like, he wouldn't look at you or he probably won't even notice, dude. You know what I mean? Just especially like with how um how preoccupied his mind is at the moment. You know what I mean? Like he he would just probably ask you to sit down. More than anything, he'd probably just be happy there's someone to talk to about what just occurred to him. Cause usually when shit like this happens to him, he has to sit on this porch by himself and like see the sun come up and just deal with the shit on his own. You know what I mean? So Yeah, um, yeah, he, he keeps looking at it. It's still ahead. weird to Katrina a little bit. Oh, of course. Of course, yeah. Definitely. Now, this is something I find interesting. Like, as awkward as, like, the relationship between, like, Raymond and Katrina is, Raymond, in a way, Katrina is kind of, like, the the best friend that you have in the sense that, like, this is a person who's, like, witnessed you in, like, in, like the lowest of lows and that, like, is also just, like, somebody that you've confided in, whether or not you, like meant to or not i mean it's kind of just like and it's it's a weird situation because you know you so you know sometimes you you really push this person away with the with the way that you are and stuff like that but it's like almost like in a sense like this is like a it's like almost the person that knows you best at this point with like kind of the solitude that you've been you've been living you know oh yeah I mean, definitely 100 percent. because like she's like a life preserver to be honest with you you know what I mean? At this moment, he like des- just whatever for the last 10 years, he desperately needs someone to um, uh, she would desperately need someone to to, to, to like help him out of this fugue state of his just this depression that he hides. You know what I mean? So 
does that make sense? Like him almost like saying the shit about him is him trying to pull her in and like, like, like use her to like keep from submerging himself. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, yeah, that's a very good observation. She's like probably his true friend. If anything, he's tried to force it. You know what I mean? Like not with anything hidden agenda, but just, you know what I'm saying? Like hoping that she would, yeah, there'd be a friendship there. Let me get a blanket real quick. So yeah. Yeah. Go she ahead. Walks back inside and gets her blanket from the guest room and, comes back up i i had i fuck man i had i don't i don't know so much of the circumstance that surrounds all of us man like all of what we are is so unknown to us you know like i've spent a lot of time in the last 10 years trying to find out as much as i can about our kind or, or the, those who who imprisoned us and yet we hardly know shit about them you know like we sit here constantly wondering if things are of our own machinations or if someone else is causing it, you know? And I, I, I had this dream, a dream that I regularly have um, about my past and it became something worse than it normally is, you know? Like often when I, when I dream about my past, I'm talking about before I was taken, even though the dream could be construed as pleasant, I wake up hurting like like almost physically hurting like i feel empty you know i can dream about the monsters that did what they did to me and i can wake up and it doesn't hurt as much as when i realize that's what is no longer part of my life and i was in the middle of having a dream like that and i had this very lucid dream about kids being imprisoned like almost like in a basement or something and i just heard them crying for help and it was just overwhelming it like something i've never dreamed before and i'll tell you katrina the dreams i have i've had over and over and over and over again but this one was different and i don't know if it's my subconscious trying to take what charlie has told us and what i think is happening and trying to me trying to deal with it and process it or something's telling me something and i just don't know and i tried to call isabel and she didn't answer and she's the only one i know i don't fucking know I'm like feel so exhausted right now, like so emotionally exhausted. And I've, I have felt like this before, but I just don't know. I'm out of it. I, I don't know what to do now. I don't. And part of me just wants to go into that ocean and not come back out. So Katrina will scoot closer a little bit, like share the blanket with him. I, I don't know what to tell you. I take the blanket and I pass her my drink. You know what I mean? Like, you give me, like I'll give you some of this drink that'll warm you up. I, I, I don't expect you to know either, to be honest with you. I don't. I just, I feel like with you here at least helping, and even like Frank and Isabel, we can overcome this, but I feel, you know how we feel when we, when we're around those that have emotions, you know, when we feel energized and we feel empowered. I feel that that needs to happen soon. I might need to go back to work tomorrow morning just for a little bit and if you could just if you could just stay here and watch charlie for a couple hours while i go do that would, would that be okay I, I don't want to impose it'll be quick in and out and i just need to recharge my batteries yeah i think i can do that charlie's you know katrina i don't know i don't know if that's the thing one second i look at charlie and i think that he's just beating himself up and then i hear manny talk and it makes me wondering makes me wonder is he really doing something and if i was to take a guess right now if, in my heart of hearts 
I would think that what's happening is Charlie witnessed something and someone wiped his mind of it. And I think Charlie's processing it the only way that a 16-year-old boy can be expected to process it. And he's blaming himself. I think there's no rationale and no evidence or no nothing that makes us to where we conclude that he's involved in any other missing children. And look at, here I go talking like my dream is some kind of evidence that there are missing children that are being affected. Other missing children. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I just know I need to recharge my batteries and then we talk to Charlie tomorrow and we do fucking something. Is this a power that some of us have? Change someone else's memories? Out of character, I rolled before, I believe, in a cult role to find out about that, right? And 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 I think you told me something like, I mean, there's I a have, lot to pick through. Yeah. I have a cult zero, so Katrina yeah. wouldn't know. Like, anything that's beyond yeah. what she has personally witnessed. I have a cult three she, with a specialty of Faye, so I don't, I don't, I'll let, uh, I'll let uh, Adam answer that I um, I yeah i remember we did do a role for that and you did get some successes and i mean just the fact that alone that you have three dots and the, the specialty is true Faye. i just want to say that like for the outcome of that it's it's within the realm of possibility you're almost sure of that you understand that these are things that you don't fully understand but you do understand that they you know they have these incredible godlike abilities and you don't understand how it works in every case but this wouldn't be this wouldn't be surprising you know if this was if this was what happened you know if this was the true fae kind of manipulating somebody or uh altering their memories that that definitely doesn't sound like something that would be impossible you know and yeah. you've heard rumors of just other weird stuff from just like other changelings stuff that doesn't have anything to do with your kind, you know, just when, when a lot of people experience it, like when they're changed and they, they become what they are now, there's this whole, this whole world of weird stuff that just becomes more plausible to them, you know, stuff that doesn't have anything to do with their own kind, just, just weirdness in general exists in the world. And that's something that I think with three occult, like you definitely would, would believe firmly, you know? Yeah, that, that's a good point. And one question before I go back in character two, um, I feel like I'm relying on roles too much, but I'll, I'll ask anyways. Uh, what happened to me, like having that in the dream, right? You know, like having that dream of the children. I guess I want to ask, is there is there any role that I can do to where I can like, realize if it's my own subconscious speaking to me or if it's like something supernatural occurred or is that just too like vague to find out i guess i mean because in my mind he's gonna be sitting here processing this over and over yeah. in his head you know what i mean like that's the only reason i ask if we can think of a good role for how you would interpret it i would i would i would say we can do it but the thing is like i'm not sure that like raymond has the answer to that Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's totally acceptable. I was just curious. I thought I would ask. You know what I mean? It's just a thought that came into my head. So, um, all right, cool. So, I do think that they can do that. What they what they potentially did to Charlie, I hundred percent think they can. They're they're manipulative, and if they think that he saw something, I guess my only concern is is two things: is one, why do they didn't take him back? Maybe they're just not concerned with them, and he's just a minor slight, and they just wanted to you know make him forget and move on and two why are they only focused on children and again here i'm assuming 
but we know at least one child was affected. And if and to me, if they blew off Charlie and just to focus back on this child, they're going after children for a reason. And I think that's something that we can grasp onto. So I think there's two things that we need to tackle. One is talking to Charlie about the drugs, which we'll keep between us. And two is, is there anything in this freehold or anything in the city that we can use to find out if that there is any kind of legend, rumor, experience anyone had that deals with children being taken. So I think there's, let's do this. When I'm gone tomorrow morning, you can speak to Charlie about the drugs. I think he'll probably open up more to you about that than I. I think maybe I come across too stern, understandably so. And then when I get back, I'll start reaching out and seeing if I can find anything out about anything dealing with kids. We have a very limited window, Katrina. I'm worried that sooner or later, Manny may be coming back here wanting Charlie. And if we can get enough information, at least about children or any information like that, we could probably get him to hold off a little bit more. How does that sound to you? That sounds good. Um, how much do you trust Manny at this point? I do think Manny has good intentions to protect us. I can't really answer that question until I find out where Manny stands and what he knows about these drugs being brought in. The thing yeah, that works. Yeah. That right now I don't want to bring it to his attention until I find out more. If I feel that Manny doesn't know and Manny wants to combat this, because mind you, there's just been a regime change, right? So he may not even have gotten to this yet. But if I do find out that he knows and he's turning his head, I would say the trust has been broken that I have for him. I just know right now Manny is, he's the type of person who reacts like I do when I'm angry, but more than I do when I'm angry. And that's why I didn't want him to take Charlie right away because I was afraid he was to let his temper and his anger or his drive to protect us take over and not think clearly. So for now, I say we keep the drugs until we find out whether or not Manny knows. And I, I feel bad about that because Manny's done a lot for me. And to be honest, maybe he doesn't even need to worry about it at the moment. Let's find out what we can find out first. Yeah. Well, I think I want to ask Charlie and maybe Melissa um, about their keeper. This is going to be a difficult uh, conversation. Well, you have the you have the patience and the caring and the empathy for that. You'll do much better at that than I would. I know. <laughs> Let's get some sleep. I'm tired. I need I need, I need to thank you for doing this. I'm I'm glad that you came out here and talked to me. We we'll overcome this. We can overcome this. We work together. I think we're still at the start, but yeah, we will work together. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you can finish the drink, and I just like pat her on her head as I get up and walk inside, and then go back into my room. Okay, so I want to end the scene with you guys there. Isabel, you and Kyle are, you know, back in the car now. Kyle, he's he's very flustered at this point. There's some, you know, some blood coming out of his nose that he keeps wiping on his sleeve like that. And he's just, you know, he's apologizing nonstop. Just, I, I can't believe I made such an ass out of myself in there. You must think I'm the biggest idiot. You know what? I'm, oh, man, I'm so sorry. If we could, if we could just forget about all that. No, we won't forget, but we can move on. <sighs> you know, you're a pretty cool chick. Look, hey, things happen. People get upset. I could tell you were nervous before we got there. Uh, you know, just, you need to relax, man. Be chill. You know, I, I, I usually don't act like this. I, I really <clears throat> swear. Well, like I said, I'm going to give you another shot. 
let's let's go out. Let's try to have a good time. Sure. Well, where are we going? You know, I know this just real simple just dive bar. Let's just let's just go hang out, have a couple of drinks and just get to know each other. I'd like that. Thank you. That sounds fun. And uh she'll just give him like a easy smile, you know, and uh yeah. And uh so Frank, Manny is is starting to to reach where your apartment complex is at to drop you off. And he's starting to pull into the lot. And before he gets into like a, a parking spot to let you out and, you know, say goodbye to you, he just, he stops the car and he just looks over to you and he's like, you're okay with all this? You, you don't think any less of me because of what just happened, do you? And this stays between us, right? Of course, Manny. Of course. Look, I know I, I get worked up. I, ugh, Jesus Christ. You can see he's starting to think about like the shit that he's just done. And he's like, Fuck. But, you know, it had to be done. You know, it's it's not it's not pretty, but sometimes we have to do things that, that aren't fun. Well, what was the rest of them, though, Manny? I thought there were more than one. There is more than one. I mean, first time I was there, I tried to shake him down for some information. He didn't really want to talk, but I know that there's, there's at least a, a few of them that are like us and, you know, dozen or so regular people that are kind of caught up in this and look I just hope this is the end of it this is this is just a classic case and you know it's a classic case of just just people like us trying to trying to get one over on on the regular folk with you know by using the the abilities granted to us uh when it interferes the way that it is now it's it's a problem for us Frank I just want you to understand you know I, I hope I'm not boring you with this but I just want you to understand that everything that we do it has a reason. We're, we're not just out there busting heads for fun. We're, we're doing it for the people we care about. Right, buddy? Right. For, right, Manny. I just think next time, if we're going to come here, we're going to have to bring more of us. Maybe. Maybe. That's, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll think about that. We'll, we'll consider that. But for now, I don't want you to, to, to talk about this to anybody, not even other members of, the, of, the, of our court, you know? Uh, don't worry. I don't talk about... Or, I know you don't. That's why you're my. That's why you're my best guy, and I always, I always right, put the best guy on the job because you know, you're somebody I can, I can always count on. All right, buddy. And he's just, uh, you can see he's kind of just exhausted, unbuttoning the two top two buttons of his his dress shirt, and he's just gonna, you know, like pull over to let you leave. Oh, I'm gonna have to clean this blood from my shirt. Just throw it away. Don't don't keep that around. We don't okay. want anything. We don't want anything that could uh, that could come back to us, or we don't want anything that could involve us in any wrongdoings. Do you understand what I'm saying? Wrongdoings. I'll buy you a new shirt, Frank. Absolutely. Okay. Just just forget about this one. Uh, oh boy. He's he's like he's he's uh rubbing his head a little bit as he's just like trying to come to come to terms with what just went down uh this is like i mean you know because you've been with him that he does this kind of shit a lot but this is like the first time you've like been in the room holding somebody back while he just like does a number on them like that aggressively usually when manny talks to somebody once that's the only time he has to talk to them and when he feels like he has to repeat himself you you get situations like like you just witnessed so he's gonna let you go 
you can head off into your apartment for the night. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Yeah, basically, you know, Frank will just take his shirt off and throw it in probably a container or a trash can or something outside. And I'll just walk up there. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called Weight Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. The central district is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. Why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade. The Demon's Mirror. Thirteen Candles. Three Chronicles running through the undead veins of the City of Angels. The Esoteric Order of Role Players Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply.
Go to eorpodcast.com and search the duets tag to find out more.